Welcome what to is Mad my direction? How am I going to be successful? Because I know I will be. It's not like and obsessed, driven, and like it's kind of this like back and forth of being like, what the hell am I doing? And then also like, I am girl boss three thousand, and it's like it kind of depends on the day. And I'm so happy you're here. Now let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome back to Mad and Mindful. Um, Today's guest I'm super excited about. Um, You know, one of the very first reasons I started Mad and Mindful was so that I could meet, learn, and understand people in my circle on a deeper level, some of whom I've known for 12 years and some of whom I've known for just a few months. And so my guest today is the latter. We met recently and I'm so excited to have her here. I'm so excited to have her here because we've only hung out in group settings, but never one-on-one. I know. Is this the first time? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Wow. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. And um, when I think of you, um, wow, I feel like I'm starting like a wedding thing. <laughs> yeah. When I think of you. No, you start when, crying. I know. <laughs> when I think of you, I think of an, an, an enigmatic, enigmatic, there we go, yeah, enigmatic yeah. energy. I think of a boss. I think of someone who is... So outgoing, so radiant in aura and energy. Maybe you shouldn't have. Such a go-getter. <laughs> and she's an entrepreneur, artist manager, amongst a few titles I know her by. So please welcome me in having Heather on the podcast. Hello. Thank you so much. I of wanted to say your last name. How do you say D-R-M-S. it? DRMS. So it's like, you know, Anna DRMS. No. Like in, like, she was like in James Bond. She was in New Maryland in oh, that movie. Oh, no, no. Anna DRMS. If you're a guy listening okay. to this podcast, you know exactly who she is. Literally, every guy's like, are you related? She's so hot. I'm oh, like, is that her last name? Yeah, it's also DRMS. Oh, and it's actually okay. funny. I was, like, looking it up because I'm like, there's, like, there's not obviously many DRMSs. Like, okay. I'm sure, like, in, like, Cuba, Miami, whatever. Okay. But I was like, I wonder if we, like, happen to be related. Yeah. And they originate in Mallorca, Spain, which is where oh, my family was originally from. And then Cuba is, like, okay. where she was born and raised. Okay. So I'm like... Maybe she's like my fourth cousin. So yeah. I'm just gonna go with that. Have you done like a DNA test? So I really want to do a 23 and me. Okay. I just like haven't gotten around to it. But maybe I'm for so maybe for Christmas this year. My dad's like, here's so like cool. cash. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do that. Yeah. So maybe this will be a follow-up podcast of me there explaining, like, guys, this is how I'm really your good. long lineage, Tana. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, she's like my 16th twice removed cousin. Yeah. But, oh my god, yeah. I love that. Well, please keep us posted yeah, if you end up doing it. I absolutely will. But yes, it is D Armas. D Armas. Yes. Okay. It so means welcome. of arms in Spanish, which is weapons. Wow. So very intimidating. I feel like <laughs> that encompasses you and like your revelry for life. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, I know Shannon, one of my best friends, is gonna be listening to this and she's gonna be making fun of me, but my favorite thing, my name Heather is a flower. So it technically means flower of the weapons, which I feel like is my wow. two Gemini person personalities so okay well there you go <laughs> there you go it's kind of like a rose you have your thorns and you're quite beautiful exactly very powerful exactly very, like but she can be a mean she... bitch when she needs to yeah. be <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go wait okay so heather whenever i even just now being in your energy and like when i watch your stories on instagram or whatever maybe you are just like there's something that comes off the screen whether you do it or not intentionally that's just like whoa like in a good way wait I love that so much yeah you do and I could just feel it and it's just I can't describe it but it's just so powerful and it really I don't know for others but it motivates me to be a lot more outgoing and to break my shell so I love I want to ask you what was your childhood like so I grew up in Orlando, Florida. Okay. Um, we grew up on the lake. Those are like my best memories. Yeah. I've been wakeboarding since I was like four. Oh my skiing god! Since five, I've literally I have a picture of me driving the boat at like four months old, which is probably like wow. not good. Um, <laughs> but those are like my best memories. Um, went to private school, okay. um, so I was very sheltered. I think I went to Christian private school. Okay. Um, all throughout middle school, uh, into high school, and then... I went to high- Catholic school. Okay, so you yeah. completely understand. Yeah. Um, and then in high school, I this sounds like so stupid, but I like kind of turned a leaf and became kind of like the leader of like the party kids. Okay. And but obviously at a Baptist high school, that's not going to fly. Um, so it was very much kind of like a... Were you quiet before? Oh, no, I've always been like... Loud so loud. I mean, even in elementary school, I was like always the star of like the plays and oh very God. much just like 
teacher's pet and whatever else. Yeah. Obviously, not so much now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, always been super outgoing. My mom has a very similar personality to me. So mm-hmm. I'm very outgoing. My mom's very outgoing, very personable. Um, one of my, like, favorite things my mom always brings up is even when I was, like, I don't know, four or five we would have like, oh yeah, she'd have her friends over and like the friends would have kids. And then I would like leave the kids conversation to like go talk to the adults. Oh my, my mom God. is like, can you literally fuck off and get out of here? Like, <laughs> um, I go be a kid. Yeah. She's like, please yeah. like go play with your Barbies or whatever. And I'm oh like, okay. Gosh. So yeah. Then college, um, was in a sorority. I try to forget that part of my life because it's We're not about it. I like was definitely way more at first. It's just so interesting kind of like the pipeline from being in Florida than being in New York. And like, we can get into this more in a second, but I graduated Florida state in um, December of 2019. Mm -hmm. And then obviously the pandemic hit in Mm -hmm. March. And then I moved to New York in the beginning of March. So I feel like the pandemic kind of like split these two versions of me because I am such a different person now for the better, I think, than I was in college. And like, even just like my interests in college and I mean, even getting down to like how like insecure I was and how horrible of an eating disorder I had and like what, what was important to me back then, like the popularity, what boys were looking at me, whatever. And now it's just so much more, I guess, of like a mature outlook and just growth. It's definitely growth, but even just growing up in the South, which I would definitely consider Florida still the South, especially where I went to college. It's very much like yeehaw, driving your trucks. Totally. So even just that like big cultural shift being up here, this is way more me. And I just feel like I'm like a better person being up here. Oh my God. I know. So that was a little, a little bit about me. So let's like dive into that a little bit deeper because I'm really curious about that. Mm -hmm. Like what about the North brings out the better of you? Like when you moved to New York, Totally. Did you immediately like shift or was it gradual? So I interned in LA in 2019 for the summer and I actually majored in entrepreneurship, which has come very much in handy. Wow. That explains so much. (laughs) I actually switched my major like seven times. So if anyone's listening to this and they're like, what the hell am I doing? Keep switching, find what you want to do. So it was entrepreneurship with a focus in fashion. Love it. So I was interning in LA at a, I guess, fashion showroom, probably the best way to call it. Um, I was doing sales for them. So obviously living in LA, like you start to get a little more liberal and then a little more liberal. Uh, But being out of Florida, like obviously I've like traveled all over the world, but living somewhere Mm -hmm. is like way different. And just like the culture shock, even in LA, but like culture shock for the best, Mm like changed everything for me like even this sounds so stupid but even like oh my god like I need to like juice today but then (laughs) I need to recycle the juice and like not using much like plastic and caring more about the environment like Mm -hmm. it just that very much even it was was only like three months like that was very much a growth period for me okay um so then I came back to Florida and then finished out at FSU and then immediately came to New York. Um, but I think to answer your question, the best thing about living up here was that like my views have really shifted. Um, I think everything that encompasses being a liberal kind of just like an overall view of it, like morally for me has just changed things. Like even caring about people more, like whether that means like homeless, like, paying extra taxes or whatever so homeless people can have places to live or like Mm -hmm. supporting LGBTQ marriages and like whatever else like not that I was never like that I just never really was into politics in high school and college so I think and obviously the mindset in Florida is like way different when it comes to a lot of this and like I just was kind of again, sheltered and whatever else. So I was just like, yeah, this is just like what people think. And then coming mm-hmm. up here, I'm like, oh no, there's like way more like nuance to all of this. Yeah. And like, that is kind of like really where I've come into my like self, I think. And like, even yeah, you mentioned my Instagram stories, which can be like so chaotic half the time, but, but <laughs> no, I but am chaotic in a good way. Chaotic in a good way. Yeah. Yes. But Um, but especially like during the pandemic and everything and all the stuff that was going on with black lives matter, like Mm -hmm. it was interesting and honestly cool for me to be like really outspoken, especially among like the Florida community that I was a part of about like, get your vaccine, stay home, support 
everything with the Black Lives Matter. Like, police brutality obviously is horrendous and happening and like for people to even be like denying it and stuff but it was cool on the flip side of that that I have encouraged people to like really look into these things and like challenge their own views and there's been at least I don't know like 10 to 15 people who have gotten vaccinated because of all the things that like I keep posting and like yeah yeah, I get tons of hate there's a bunch of like incel bigots and my dms like constantly just like trying to fight me on Mm -hmm. things and I'm just like I'll give you my spiel, but you don't need to be like rude about it. But yeah, even to this day, literally I get DMs all the time of people just like replying to things, whether it's about like gay marriage and shootings and whatever else. So, and are these like people you directly know or people that just follow you? Um, a bit of both. Like some of it also is like, I know who you are, but again, why are you like sliding into my DMs to like yell at me about gun violence and like whatever else. But yeah, I really, I love about myself that I do have, thick skin and I feel like I got a lot of that growing up like especially in high school when I was saying the whole party thing of everyone just obviously at Baptist school everyone's like oh yeah she's a piece of shit but we'll pray for her so it's like building that tough skin up like over all this time and then finally moving here and kind of like getting into my own self and being able to take the hits from all these people calling me xyz names but I'm like I'm just trying to encourage you and help you change or at least even just challenge your views like I feel like so many people don't challenge their own views and like I do that all the time like my family uh they're all Republicans so like even just did not mean to totally turn this into a political talk by the way it's so interesting Um, so don't even worry okay perfect um but even like my dad and I had like an hour conversation like a month ago just talking about like oh, well, how do you view, like, Mar-a-Lago versus, like, January 6th and whatever? And, like, we may have differing views, but it's good to be able to, like, explain your views and, like, challenge the other person. They challenge you, whatever, Mm. and at the end of it. And my dad and I barely can ever have political talks because it's normally just like oh my god I can't listen to you but at the end of it he was like oh my god I'm so proud of you because like you really like you know where you stand but like you're very like bipartisan in a way where like you can you can see like oh this I know why they believe this but like you know why you don't it's like you're like firm in your views so I think that's like step one at least for me is like knowing myself and like what are my morals what do I believe in and I really only I think fully kind of blossomed into that during COVID Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Like when so, I actually have to start like fighting people on the internet, I was like, oh, okay. I do know what I believe. And yeah. yeah. So would so. you say that experience in its own really helped you? Totally. I okay. think COVID just as a whole, kind of what I was saying earlier, like it was like the old Heather and like the new Heather is kind mm. of like how I like see it. It's like that whole, like, it's not even like the chapter closed. It's like now we're writing a new book. Okay. So oh, wow. I that's like how it. I like view it. So okay. I'm like, now I have like my New York chapters. Yeah. And so I think really like that was such a crazy growth period for me. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, yes, it was, it's good to grow, but like the painfulness of it and even just being like, who am I like outside of Florida and what am I doing in New York? Like, what am I doing with my life? Like, what do I really oh my God, believe yeah. in? Like, yeah. whatever. That was, like, such a big growth period, like, through 2020. So. How much of Heather would you say you fully know now? So, at the beginning of this year, I would have said, like, 80 to 90%. And then oh gosh, this wow. whole year, which I know we'll get into, like, yeah. wow. Like, it, it seems like every <laughs> month now I'm like, okay, now we're growing again a bit more. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, oh, God, I don't know, like. 60 70 but like my like core self I feel like is always the same it's more of just like I I guess it's not even really like knowing myself it's more of just like challenging myself to be like what am I doing next like what am I wanting to do with my life even like even trying to cut back on like going out every single day it's like no there's more not that I do that anyway but you know what I mean like on the weekends and stuff but like (laughs) there's just more to life than that so I feel like in within myself now I'm just trying to find like what is this next chapter like I am 25 now I'm not 21 yeah so like I'm trying to I guess keep growing and keep maturing and even finding new hobbies and new things that I like like this year for example I like love museums now and like love art I don't Uh, really know what I'm looking at but like random things where I'm like am I like 50 years old but I'm like just I'm the same way just growing more into like there is more to life and like how do I fit into that yeah What are some hobbies that you've been trying out? 
So definitely like museums. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love. Um, I also was classically trained on the piano and then taught myself guitar. So I've just been diving. You taught yourself? At 10. Yeah, wow. I literally was like, fuck you, mom. I'm not playing piano anymore. Like, this is so stupid. Okay. And then taught myself guitar. And then now coming back, I'm like, wait, no, piano is like the best thing ever. So really I'm like, is. thank you for forcing me to do that. Yeah. Um, but I think really even just diving into, obviously I work in music, but diving mm-hmm. into even just like playing music, like okay. literally, what was it, yesterday or the day before, I like ripped all my acrylics off because I was like, I'm sick of this. And then... <laughs> Sat down. You guys, she literally only has like one nail on. So I have, I have two on my right hand and just my thumb on my left hand, and they are very long and silver, so it looks a bit bizarre. Um, But like even that, I just like sat down, like played for two hours, like really got into like new music, and then even just like seeing more gigs. Like I went to a gig last night of a band that I didn't know, and like Mm -hmm. I love them, and you get to meet a bunch of new people that way, and even just like being in the studio with my artists, like I'm in there a lot, like. Mm that is like a newfound love of just like watching how the music is made. Like obviously I've always been playing music, but it's like cool to see new things be brought to light. So, so let's get into that. Yeah. Cause I'm so curious. Cause when I met you, which it's hard to believe I met you earlier this year, I feel like. When did we meet? I think it wasn't. This has been the longest year of my life. No, no, I knew you at GovFall. We need Mira here. She yeah, needs we to, need she Mira. Needs, she needs to tell us when we met. I know Gutball was the second time, I think. Yeah. That's crazy. But I feel I like I know was, you so well, though. I know, right? Weird. Yeah. Um, so, Gutball. Yeah. I remember you telling me, yeah, I'm managing two people. And then I texted you two months ago, I think. And you were like, yeah, I'm managing 10. Yes. <laughs> Which is wild, by the way. So it I has been know, insane. How did you actually get into what you're doing now? Okay, so this and is why. A, yes. Okay. So crazy story. Actually, we'll start at the why. So okay. growing up, like obviously, I was playing guitar, piano constantly. I also like taught myself the banjo, which is like a random fun fact. I like That's barely play anymore, but really cool. it's like it, my banjo's not up here. But um, <laughs> so I always was so into music, like very much so but I was like I don't can I pause you yeah what influenced your love in music so early interest my granddad is was R.I.P. um like the most amazing piano player and I actually got a gift from him where I can just listen to a song and I can hear the chords and Mm -hmm. then just go and play it so growing up it was very much like oh my God, oh, I can play piano. I know that's a D. I can hear a D in the song. So I'll just like teach myself what a D is on the guitar. And like, that was so fun for me. That's such a powerful skill to have. Especially when managing artists too, because I actually like know what I'm listening to instead of just being like, this song is cool, (laughs) which it is. But um, yeah, so I think that really was kind of like a big driver for Mm -hmm. me, like getting into music. Obviously it was like, the early inspos were like the Hannah Montana's and like whatever oh God, else, but it was always that. me like singing in the shower. We had some like good glee things going mm-hmm. on, whatever. And then I feel like my first like real love that I like found where I'm like, this artist like is everything to me. And like, I'm obsessed with her and I love her music is Lana Del Rey. I was 14. Oh I was literally <laughs> in the ninth grade. Uh, now everyone tells me I look like her. I was so just I'm about like, to say that. <laughs> that's so ironic. So I'm like, I'm really, I'm like, honestly, that's my favorite thing that I've come yeah. into myself. So now I look like Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so then I kind of just like pivoted um, in high school and was just starting to listen to like a bunch of different genres. I was super into reggae even in high school, like super into rap. Like the okay. whole Florida scene with rap is like huge. So, like I've really kind of been into like everything at some point. Mm-hmm. I was raised also on classic rock, of course. Yeah. Shout out to mom and dad. Um, but yeah, so I think that was really just kind of like the, like, I was always so into it and like wanted to play every song, but I knew I was not like slash up there on the guitar, like shredding it. So I was like, Oh, I'm never good enough for this. So whatever. I'm just like going to go a different route. Okay. Always kept playing. Um, but it was mostly guitar. And then during the pandemic, I got way back into piano playing HBO scores actually. So like Succession, Game of Thrones, like whatever, because I have nothing else to do and we have a keyboard (laughs) at the house. So I was like, yeah, let's see if I can play this. I probably can. And then like picked it up immediately. So I was like, oh wait, I actually really love this. Um, But as I said, I majored in entrepreneurship with a focus in fashion, worked at a fashion house. So I was like, okay, well, I guess not technically fashion house, uh, showroom, showroom. showroom. People are like, like you work for Gucci? I'm like, no. Um, (laughs) I did. I loved the sales part of it because it was very... 
like personable, which obviously I never stopped talking. So it was great for me. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I got hired. I moved to the city March 4th I of 2020, which was just the best time to move, mm-hmm. as we know now. Yeah. Um, I was hired by Kids Nike Jordan to do their sales. It was like such a dream position for me. Oh I was so happy. And at first, honestly, I was like not sure if I wanted to move to New York because like I grew up coming here. Like my mom used to live here, like whatever. But I was like... I really love LA. I think I want to do LA. And then my best friend, Serena, mm-hmm. was like, just start looking at jobs here and just see. Cause she was working for a Dior at the time up here. Okay. And she was like, please, please, like just start looking. And then slowly my job searches over like that week just started being like only New York. Wow. And like my stepsister was up here, my cousin's up here. So I was like, okay, you know what? Like if I don't like New York for whatever reason, because growing up you're always in midtown mm. so I was like oh New York is midtown New York is Central Park Ugh. and it's like no 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 they're like below 14th There's, street yeah, is below, a whole yeah, other <laughs> world um so I was like okay whatever so I was like I'll just move here for like a year and if I don't like it then I'll go back to LA whatever yeah so yeah New York for a year and then I was like you know what we'll move back if we need like whatever so move up here, was in the office for a week. I was living on a sixth floor walk up, which was like 12 flights of stairs oh, on this like random apartment in Delancey with these random girls. Like oh my, my room was so tiny. Like when they say shoebox, I was like, oh my God. So at first moving up here, I'm like, what have I gotten myself into? Like, oh Did my God. Did you see the place prior? No, because they offered me, this is like the classic like New York move. Okay. They offered me the job February 23rd and we're like, cool, like start the first week of March. So I'm like on Facebook, like gypsy housing, yes. being like, please, please, please. So I, I feel found like this if you place. haven't done gypsy housing yet, at least once before moving or moving in New York, or um, in New York, right? I don't know if this is more of like a new thing, but I'm like in this group too of like the sweats in the city no, or whatever. It's like that? a similar thing to gypsy. Okay, it's more just like. I think it's more Manhattan based. Okay. Because uh, gypsy is like a lot of Brooklyn. Yeah. Um. Yeah, anyway, so I was, like, the second I moved up here, I'm, like, oh, my God, like, literally, what am I doing? And also, I have to go into an office every single day, which I know is, like, a very normal thing for people, but I'm, like, oh, my God, like, I don't know how long I'm going to stay here, like, whatever. But I was, like, you know what? Like, let's ride this out. Like, I loved the company. Everyone I was working with was the best. Um, So then the end of the first week, so this is, like, literally, I guess, what, the 13th of March? Mm -hmm. It was Friday the 13th, actually, I'm pretty sure. Um, they were, I know, spooky, spooky. and the city was like already clearing out, like even to get toilet paper and stuff, like the lines for like Dwayne Reed, Trader Joe's were literally wrapped like blocks around. And I was like, bro, like I am not doing this. Like this whole COVID thing will pass in like two weeks. I'm just going to go home because I need a double monitor anyway. My apartment is so small Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, I mean, I was literally here for like what, two weeks, not even. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go home for like a bit work in my dad's office like it's fine home in florida home in florida in orlando so i fly home literally the next day without a mask because at first we were just like yeah whatever like we don't need to but so it's just crazy looking back at that being like what were you doing yeah um so i was home and then of course within like the week after i was first in first out so they were just like oh bestie sorry yeah we like can't afford to have you on anymore because everything for spring summer buying was just like out the window because obviously why would like the dick sporting goods and macy's and whatever be buying if people aren't shopping so they were like yeah you're done so i was like oh my god like what am i talk about toying with your heart completely but i also was just like what I was already in such like a weird like limbo phase anyway so I'm like what the heck am I supposed to be doing now like nothing is open so I was like whatever I guess I'm just gonna ride this out in Florida for a bit I have to say this was a very privileged (laughs) time for me because we have a beach condo we have a boat like we were on the lake so like COVID honestly was just like my brother and me just like messing around on the lake every day like wakeboarding whatever so like obviously it was there was difficult times in there of even just being like what am I doing and Mm. toilet paper costs $50 my mom's like can you please split this with me like even things like that where I was like what what am I supposed to be doing because I was living off of my one paycheck so I'm like oh my god I have no savings like and I completely acknowledge my privilege in this of like growing up I never had to pay for anything like Mm. I always had an allowance like everything else so it's like I have this one paycheck and I have to have it last for like four months I'm like how am I supposed to be doing this I did luckily um, but then started applying for a bunch of jobs, um, was supposed to go back to New York in the end of June. Then I got COVID. Uh, oh so then God. I was stuck at home and I was like, oh my God, 
finally get over it, um, come back to New York and get, I was literally so many jobs. I was back for three, I was back for, yeah, three days and got two jobs in three days. So I was like, thank God we're good. Um, and, but I was on everything from like care.com to Rover to like walking people's dogs. I'm like, I will do anything at this point to stay in New York. And a little caveat, my dad was like, well, because we paid for your apartment, um, during COVID, like, good luck. Like now you're, now you get to pay for it. And I was like, oh my God, like I've never really paid for Mm -hmm. anything. And now it's in the middle of a pandemic. I'm like, how am I supposed (laughs) to be doing this? So actually you definitely don't know this. This is like just such a random New York thing. Okay. I get hired to be this old Jewish lady's assistant. Okay. And like, I guess assistant stylist, whatever you want to call it. Okay. She was a hoarder and she was like 90 years old. She taught Hebrew and she would literally be like, come over and like type out my lesson plans on my Hebrew keyboard. And I'm like, no bestie like I'm not not, I'm not Jewish I do not speak Hebrew and she's like no no no, just like align like what I wrote down and like just like type it and I'm like huh like so it was even things like that where I'm like oh my god this lady almost burned her apartment down like five times because she was so old and she had so much stuff so I would literally be she would also just try on outfits for me sometimes but like would move so slow. So like half the time, like, I don't know what is going on. Like I'd buy groceries for her randomly. <laughs> like it was, it was such a bizarre. It's like this into Topia. I was, it literally was that. I was like, okay, this is, oh this is interesting. Um, but she paid me in cash, $25 an hour. So I was like, whatever, oh, that's, that's, wow. that's like, groceries and whatever else I think that's like basically what this was um but then I was also which is how uh Michelle and I know each other um I got hired part-time to I don't even know what we're doing like office assistant I guess um for a handbag company and then I met one of my best friends Mira and she knows Michelle you guys you know each other from work right Ben. Ben okay yeah um and so then we started doing that and it was it was interesting to say the least. Yeah. Definitely a COVID job. Um, so then I started doing that full time. Like after Labor Day, I was doing literally everything like sales, creating new stuff, whatever else. That job just ended up not being great for me, whatever. Okay. But let's flash back to when I said care.com. Yeah. So this was maybe like August. So like right after I had moved back, um, I got a message from this guy who was like, hey, um, like I need like a live in nanny, um, cause I have like kids, like whatever else. And I was like, okay, well I have a job already. So, but my best friend Shannon doesn't. So mm-hmm. he like flew her out. She ends up getting the job and they were at their, um, second home, like not and in New York, like for like an interview. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. And then she just never left. So she brought like a carry on suitcase and then like all of her stuff had to be shipped. It was like the most COVID thing ever. Wow. Um, so then we would just go, it was like an hour out of the city. So I would just go and visit her sometimes because she couldn't really come in because COVID was so bad. But since I had the antibodies, I could go out there. Okay. Um, so then this guy, um, does not work in music, but it was like a side project for him. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh my God, like you, he had just guitars all over his house. Obviously I'm going to play them. And he's like, oh my God, like you play guitar. Like we should like write some music together. So then I would just like randomly go out because nothing was happening in New York. This is like September, (laughs) October, 2020. Yeah. And I think Delta variant hadn't even come out yet, which is like come out. She hadn't debuted yet. (laughs) Um, So I was like, cool. Yeah. We'll just like go hang out at this huge ass house. Like this is great. Mm -hmm. Um, so then handbag company did not work out. Um, so he was like, I really want you to manage like the music side, like of my life. And I was like, absolutely. I'm here for it, whatever. So it kind of, I was not ever expecting to be doing that. Like growing up, I always knew that I wanted to have some sort of business because my dad owns his own law firm. Okay. So at any time it'd be like, yeah, like come to my volleyball game or like we have this like parent teacher, whatever. Like, and he was just always able to be there. Mm -hmm. And then when I started working, even at like a burger joint in high school, I'm like, wait, I have to like ask for time off. Like, which I know it just seems again, privilege. I am acknowledging it. Whatever. Starting out so foreign. Completely. But like, even with anything else, like with handbag company or whatever, I'm like, wait, I have to like take days off or like if I, go to a doctor's appointment. I have to like make up for that hour of work or whatever. And I'm like, 
this is not my personality. This Mm-mm. is not what I do. Also, it's not that I don't like working for other people. It just half the time, this is going to sound so bitchy, but I'm like, I can just do it better. So I'm like, I just don't know why I'm working under you. Like, just, no, I love clearly that. the corporate. It's not fishy, It's confident. <laughs> I was like, clearly the corporate lifestyle is just so not for me. It's not um, for me either. Not it's for me. Yeah, you're like, yeah. So don't worry about it. Um, but you. yeah, so I was just like, okay, this will be really great. And like, yeah. he had had like some things already done, but like most of it was just on me. Okay. I had no mentors. Nobody was telling me what to do. It was literally just YouTubing, like how to do X, Y, Z for like the first like two or three wow. months. And then finally started to kind of like learn how to do it, whatever it was like what doing. What were some of the things that you were doing? Like even just like how to do a release or like how to oh, wow. use Spotify for artists. Like okay. for a release, for example, like you have to get the cover art made so then I had to like find a graphic designer to like do that and then the canvas on Spotify which is like the moving little thing like when you click on the song whatever like that has to be a super specific format and like super specific pixels and like what did he want for that and like whatever else getting the specific files and making sure that they're all on I use TuneCore which is a distribution company so making sure everything is like done with that and like even having to do the most like minute details of like coding correctly on YouTube like the time stamps for the lyrics like setting all of these things up like they just like didn't exist yet so like it was very much starting from scratch really for the both of us because I'm like I know like what to do now I guess now Mm -hmm. that I've like been online and like whatever else but like trying to figure all of that out and very much like stumbling along the way has been like it was a crazy experience. But then we in that st- period of time were you still thinking like what the fuck am I doing with my life? Absolutely. Okay. But at first I was like, this will just be kind of like a little COVID job, whatever else. And then it very much just kept going and kept going and kept going. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did like so many releases. I did a ton for this guy. But then things just ended up just kind of fizzling out, I would say. Like he got very busy and it just there was like not enough really time or like things for me to do. Okay. Um, so I actually was in England. That was one of the good things about this job is I could really be anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I was in England with my ex at the time. We were, I was going through a breakup. I lost my job. So I'm sitting in England being like, what oh the fuck am I doing right now? And this was earlier, this was end of April of this year. So I'm like, what? Wait, what? Yeah. 2022. 2022. So I worked for, oh I worked for, the, so you were just the solo. While. I was with him from December 2020 to basically like end of April, May, okay. or 2020. Yeah, to 2022. Um, oh, okay, I didn't realize it was all. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going through a breakup. I don't have a job. I'm in another country. I'm like, what <laughs> is happening? I'm sorry, it's not funny. No, it is funny. No, no, it, it's astounding. <laughs> like literally half of the things that happened to me, I'm like, why? Like yeah. you could write like a bug off it. Um, maybe that'll be my next venture is a book. Um, probably I, okay, not, can but. I just say though, like everything that you're telling me and like the way you carry yourself and this came up earlier when you were telling me about like your experience with music and your upbringing, whatever, right. I feel like you just have so much grace. Wow. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I do not see that in myself, so thank you. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that because it's so polar opposite. Or like, no, I just feel like I'm are. just like stumbling along, so that makes but me so know, happy that you think I'm just I mean, gliding through it. Like, social media and like exterior faces. Completely. Completely different than the interior, right? But I think the way that you carry yourself, it's just so graceful. Like you oh, just so nice. trudge through. I do. Like you don't take a beat to like let it dwindle any longer than it needs to be, which I think is such a huge thing when it comes to mental health, especially. Completely. And I feel like this is a completely different like podcast that we could talk about because I'd love to get your Wait, actually we need to do that because yeah, I've been in therapy should. for eight years. I'm medicated. Oh my God, I have like amazing. a very bad panic disorder that okay. that's why I'm on meds and stuff for. Yeah. But through a lot of this, like, yes, thank God for my psychiatrist and yeah. thank God for meds because I don't think... I could raw dog my way through this, for lack of a better term, but at the same time, it's okay that sometimes you need 
just a little thing to take the edge off (laughs) because it is, it's a lot. And like, I I think it's funny that you're like, oh yeah, you just kind of like go on to the next thing. And it's like in my head, kind of like behind the scenes, as you say, like not the front facing social media or even the front facing that I'm like out with you for drinks. Like, yeah, probably after those drinks, I went home and like freaked out and like had a breakdown and cried my eyes out and woke up with my face like swollen the next day because yeah. of it so I there mean, were so yeah, many I mean, go back to social media you see and just kind of being like every like, person on like instagram almost because like 22 and like a millionaire and i'm like tell just for, like everything i've been saying i'm like, like paying my rent and my direction like, barely able to pay my credit card off successful like, when am i gonna get to that will be next step of like success but like i mean yeah, let's, I mean, go back to social media. You see, it seems like every person on Instagram is like 22 and like a millionaire and drives a fucking Range Rover and whatever else. And I'm like, cool. Like I'm like paying my rent and like barely able to pay my credit card off. Like, I'm like, how, like, when am I going to get to that Mm -hmm. next step of like, and like knowing you work so hard for it completely. And like, it's not all about money, like being successful. Like obviously it's like nice, but like even feeling in my own head, like, okay, like you are making it. And like, I mean, I'm still in that right now. Like, yeah, yeah, it gets better like every week I would say, but like, I, I really think 2022 is just such I mean, obviously, things have really good things that come out of it. I have my own business now, whatever. We can talk mm-hmm. about that. But, like, overall, I think 2022 is, like, probably one of the worst years of my life, which I know wow. front-facing probably is, like, okay. wait, what? Just so much uncertainty, so much growth. And, I mean, there was, like, a three-month period this year where I was so on edge and even, like, snapping at my friends, and I never do that. Like, yeah. I'm very much the consistent one. Mm-hmm the peacekeeper, like mm-hmm. whatever. And like nonstop, like everything was annoying me. And I was like, okay, like I, I need to like was that get after back before the breakup after the breakup. So okay. it was basically the summer. So I started, um, I got very, very lucky. So one of the producers that we worked with, mm-hmm. um, for this other guy, uh, he's actually British as well. I feel like everyone around me is like British all the time. Um, but he, <laughs> I had called him because I was like, hey, um, I'm like a finalist for this Warner Music job. And I was. Um, And then they were like, oh, my God, sorry. We're actually just like on a hiring freeze. And then just I don't know if they ever hired for it. So I'm like, but it's okay. Things so work out. I was so bummed. But I'm like, okay, way better things are coming. Um, So I called him was just like, hey, do you have any like people that you know at Warner or like anything else? Um, Because like I need to get, I need to get this job basically. Mm -hmm. And he was like, literally, why would you do that? If you can do that job, but like do it on your own and like do it way better. And I had not talked to him in forever. Okay. Uh, it was like kind of similar, like management, like within like one of their like labels basically. And I could have worked in London and New York. It was like the most, cause I fell in love with London by the way. Like I'm obsessed with it. I want to live there eventually. Like would love to do company like here and there, whatever. Um, but I was like, I like need this job. I was so sad. And he's like, why would you not just do this here and just do it better and then bring it over there? And I had not talked to him in like a year and he was just like, you need to do this. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, I'm working with this artist. So like, just come and meet her in the studio, whatever. So on June 9th, 6, 9, my favorite day. <laughs> so stupid. We'll, we'll keep that not professional and say six nine. Oh my god, I um, love that. <laughs> but I walked in, whatever, and then she like hired me immediately to like basically start her from scratch with everything. Like she had like a whole album recorded, but they wow. needed someone to really just kind of get it off the ground. So okay. a lot of what I do, yes, is artist management, but it's a lot of development. So like everything from literally buying your domain and like coding your email to it and then hiring someone to do your website and then hiring the photographer to take your main like DSP, which is like Spotify, whatever, like pictures and then getting music videos done and then whatever. like the planter and they're the seed. Yes. They're not already a bloom flower that you're coming in. Some are now. That was a weird analogy. No, I loved that. No, it was perfect. So some are very much like the based whatever and then... I guess two of my artists now are way more established. Okay. Um, but yeah, at first, so I was, again, just kind of doing all the things I was doing for that guy. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, cool. Like, I know how to do this. So, okay. like, let's keep going. 
And then how do you slowly but surely work and play like, and whatever else? And I'm like, coach, you don't. Derek, like, it is like always, ever. always. And then he I remember randomly was just like, oh, like, oh yeah, here, yeah, like, I here's some more clients. This girl needs something. And this girl needs And it was with John. And like, even then, we're like, even John a gov ball. And then he's like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, or I think he'd said something like, oh, I can't wait to like be on that stage and play and whatever else. And I'm like, you don't. Like, it is always, always. I remember at Gumball when I saw you, you're like, yeah, I just and that's how I started my girl boss. And so I was very much John. And like even then, we're like and then wasted at Gumball. Like, okay, and then he's like, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I think he'd said something like, oh, I can't wait to like be on that stage eventually. And I'm like, um, so I was like, okay, I'll create HDA management. And then now, actually, that John has been like my Lord and Savior's saving grace. He now helps write for a lot of my artists. And like oh helps like I mean not full production yeah, but like but he is still. like fully involved. He's doing some of their social media. He like edits some of the videos. Like John and David, British producer, are like that's like my team. So it's like interesting because we we work together all the time, but it's not exclusively with them. But it's like they're like my little music family. So oh it's crazy from GovBall that that that's wild came to fruition. And so that's how you started your so that's how girl I start- boss era. And that's how I started my girl <laughs> boss era. So I was very much just like stumbling through and then I was like okay wait we're I'm like picking up some some traction here so like I need to like really get my own thing going Mm -hmm. um so I was like okay I'll create HDA management Heather DeArmas not very original but I was like whatever it works for now brand yourself exactly um so then September 1st is when that like quote officially launched and now I'm in the process of getting a website and I have like a logo and all that Wait, stuff. Wait, do you really? Yeah. Oh, I have to check it out. It's like nothing too special. Sorry, That's Shannon. So she did it for me, but it's, <laughs> it's better than, I'm like so bad. That's like one of the things that like even in school, like I learned Adobe, but like I'm like so bad at it. Yeah. It's not the easiest thing to think So I'm like about. anyone else. I'm also like, I am so creative musically, but when it comes to anything graphics, mm-hmm. I'm like uh, me immediately no. Like i it's just not my really? forte. So yeah, I'm, I'm like the opposite. And yeah. I love music though too. Uh, well, maybe yeah. I'll hire you to do well, some, <laughs> some creative things for me because we always need it. Um, but yeah, so now, okay. It's interesting with these artists and if you're one of my artists listening, love you, but they can be a little bit all over the place sometimes. Okay. So artists will come in, they'll come out. Sometimes I'm just doing bookings for them, like for different, like New York shows. Another one of the, girl boss things that has happened is I have just been thrown into this position of now knowing all of the bookers for um, like a lot of like the downtown music scene so I'm like and that happened organically yeah yeah it would just be like okay for xyz artists they really want to play at xyz get like venue so like reach out so then I just was kind of just hassling everyone being like hi bestie like me again and then finally they're like okay whatever yeah they can play um but now I have like relationships with all of them and stuff so like the amount of like people and just networking that I've had to do this year it's honestly exhausting because I feel like you always have to be on Mm -hmm. and like the second that I am like off Mm -hmm. I'm just like oh my god I'm just so exhausted like again probably just crying just because I'm just releasing I'm like it's just it's a lot of work how do you so you briefly touched on a point that I wanted to talk to you about, yeah. like time management. Like yeah. When I see you or whenever, like I watch your stories or whatever it may be, like you're, like you say, go, go, go. Right. And then I remember one time I saw you just like chilling out in your apartment. I was like, whoa, this is She does, different. she does <laughs> sit in her bed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, does she have like an introvert side? Like I wasn't quite sure. Completely. Yeah. So like, how do you... How do you actually turn off? I was going to say, the way that I recharge mm-hmm. is being alone. I love being alone. Okay. Like, because I, I feel like a lot of people like recharge around others. Yeah. Like for me, I, I'm normally the one like leading the social thing anyway, yeah. and then leading work, leading everything else. Yeah. So I'm just like, I like to be alone. My favorite thing ever, 
have a little glass of wine, watch my shows, sit in my bed. Mm. It's actually funny that you say that, though, because it does seem like it's go, go, go. Mm-hmm. But one of my friends has, like, an inside joke with me because I will just sit in my bed some days and work because I'm, like, I just, like, will not be moving. Like, yeah. maybe to the couch, whatever. But, you know, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, how the grandparents, like, always <laughs> lay in bed. So they call it now. They're, like, oh, are you Charlieing? Oh, my God. So I do I do frequent a Charlie okay. here and there. Even I if it's, only, even if it's only half the day. Um, but, yeah, a lot of times... It how much is, a long time do you spend? It really depends on the week. Okay. So, like, some days... And I also... I love to cook. That's actually one of the hobbies right, that yeah. I've, like, really leaned into. Like, I love cooking more than I love eating now. Like, it you know, is so fun. You know, I've actually so taken fun. a few of your recipes and done it myself. Oh, my God, please! Yeah. I will literally send you anything you want. <laughs> they all um, look so good. I literally love cooking. Um, Half-Baked Harvest, shout out. I always... Mm. That's, like, my base, and then I'll, like, add some things to it. Um... Yeah, so I love to be at home, especially on the weekdays. Like, I love to cook. I just love to eat my meal, watch mm-hmm. my White Lotus or whatever it is. Okay. Kardashians, of course. Um, and just kind of, like, wind down, go to bed early, whatever. Obviously, that's not... I'll probably get that, like, once or twice a week, maybe. It really depends on the week. Mm-hmm. Um, some weeks, though, like, in the industry are, like so hectic like I'm working 14 15 hour days and then sometimes I'm like eh, it's like 3 45 there's really nothing else for me to do I'm just like waiting on people to respond so like I'm just gonna be done so like p.m. no no sorry sorry (laughs) sometimes it's 8 30 a.m. to like 1 a.m. because I'll work the whole day and then we like have a gig that night but then I have to stay there with the artist and then we're networking after whatever so that's like also a classic day but then sometimes some weeks I'm just waiting on people so I was like I'll start at 8 30 and I'm like 3 45 there's nothing else to be done like have you felt any burnout yet I have I wouldn't even call it burnout I think it's more of just burnout quote in the position that I'm in because I want more so it's always it's really not like I don't want to do this it's like okay how do I get to like the next level of this because I know I can get there Mm -hmm. and like I think 2023 hopefully fingers crossed is like really going to be the year that I kind of like move into so I'm like it's kind of this like back and forth I mean I do have so much imposter syndrome like even when you ask me to do this podcast I'm like why the fuck does she want me to do this like I am not I am not qualified enough to be here like god no so it is very much imposter syndrome and like they even because I've been like doing comparing it my, by uh, myself. Comparison, it, what do they call it? Comparison is the comparison is the death of something. Whatever you guys know. What I, mean. I know what you're, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. So it's like always comparing to like, oh well, I don't work at like X Y Z label, whatever. But then I think about, I'm like, do I have way more experience than they do? Because I've been doing it by myself. Yeah. So I'm like, it, it's kind of this like back and forth of being like what the hell am I doing? And then also, like, I am girl boss 3000, and it's, like, it kind of depends on the day. Where does your confidence come from? Because the minute you said girl boss 3000, I don't think I've... You don't hear many people <laughs> dub themselves I know. girl boss 3000 or anything along those terms. Well, also on... I forgot to mention this. Um, I co-run a drop shipping candle business as well that I created this okay. year that I love. She's, like... Not the most Wait, profitable, that. but like it's literally just so fun. Wait, when did but you I think what to do um, in England actually in March I created it in two weeks. I think what the thing about frustrates me a lot though when people are not this way is I'm like, oh cool, I want to do this, so I'm just gonna live it. I lived in England, like I'm just gonna take the time, I'm gonna grind it through, I'm gonna drink my coffee and whatever else, and I'm just gonna get it done. I think what people are like lollygagging with, but I think what makes my god in my very, self definitely stems it, and what actually frustrates me a lot that I have had success with way, just being is, like, I'm like cool I'm gonna oh, do cool, this I want to do this so I'm just like, cool, gonna okay. do it I can't like, do that I'm just like, gonna I, take the time that's I'm gonna where it's like oh girl boss I'm gonna drink my coffee she can get it I'm just gonna get it done like but I don't know a lot of confidence also is come like through oh my god therapy I would say like at least get on it I think that's like half the reason that corporate everybody does it normally definitely I have times where I'm like oh God, I just cannot do this today. And like, yeah. you have to give yourself grace with that a hundred percent. But I think a lot of times the, I don't know, confidence in myself definitely stems a bit from that because I have had success with just being like, cool, I'm going to do this. And then I did it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Like yeah. I, that's where it's like, oh, girl boss 3000. Like she, <laughs> she can get shit done. Um, 
But I don't know. A lot of confidence also has come through therapy. I would say like at least half of that has come through therapy. But like, again, there's days when I look in the mirror, especially after having an eating disorder off and on for so long. And I'm like, I am the ugliest, fattest troll on the planet. And then some other times I'm literally just like, oh my God, I am literally so hot. And like, obviously it just depends on the day. I know every woman and I'm sure men. into therapy? So my mom and I have had a little bit of a rough relationship in the past. So in, I guess, what, I don't even know what year this was, like 2014-ish. I was like 17. Okay. Um, it just got to the point where I was like, okay, I need to go to therapy because I'm like not okay. Like in wow, the midst of- you called that for yourself. I was in the midst of like the worst part of my eating disorder. I was so depressed. Oh my gosh. Had anxiety that I didn't really know about before I just was in like a horrendous spot with like family and school and like everything else so I was just like I have to I have to get out of this like somehow um then my parents got divorced when I was in college and I actually don't know if my mom knows this so surprise um but I have to uh I literally was so depressed and anxious and also I've I've had untreated ADD for most of my life and then okay. now obviously I'm medicated which is yeah, I know you probably can't tell because I'm like going off on a million tangents no, but um so like a lot of like that with anxiety and depression like I just like was not getting out of bed like mm-hmm. halfway through the divorce mm-hmm. so I literally had to like drop a whole semester of classes except for one mm-hmm. and like that even put me farther back and then I didn't even know what I wanted to do so like again it's kind of like a repeat of like what the heck am I doing? I know I want to be successful, but like sometimes you just need that little kick from therapy to yeah, get no, you get you back on your merry way. Yeah. So um, I've been in and out of therapy, mostly in, I would say, for eight years now. Okay. Um, I also minored in psychology. So half the time I'm like all of my friends' therapists. <laughs> so I'm like known to be like the okay. friend therapist at this point because yeah. I'm like, huh, I know what's going on here. Mm-hmm. But it is nice even in my own self to be like, okay, I know what's going on here. Like I know that my certain attachment style is making me feel this way or like my anxiety is making me feel this Mm -hmm. way. So it really helps me kind of stay at an equilibrium as much as I possibly can. Obviously these, that's like a very blanketed statement. There are plenty of days that I'm like an absolute just wreck, but yeah. So I think that's probably the basis of where the confidence wow. is, but yeah. no, I love it. I'm just like feeling so inspired by your energy. Oh my right god, now. thank no, you. Truly. I feel like I'm rambling. Oh my no. god, <laughs> well, I love. So I'm like known for rabbit holing into conversation. So you rambling is like perfect for rabbit holing. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. My ADD is thriving no. down a rabbit hole. <laughs> so your social life, yes, I feel like it's so rich. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. How have you managed your female friendships and just your friendships and relationships in general? along with the rest of your life so friends are absolutely my family especially up here like I have also been told like I'm like the most loyal friend so I also expect a lot from my friends so I guess managing can be a bit difficult sometimes because obviously people are busy and they're in relationships and stuff so I've actually found myself in the past like being pissed and like frustrated that like I'm giving 100% to my friendships and I'm not always getting that back. Mm. A lot, I mean, obviously that was more when I'm we were like way, 21, 22, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's like gotten way better. Um, but yeah, as you probably see, I'm like with different friends all the time. I'm yeah. very lucky for that, especially in New York. It can be such like a big and... Did you know a lot of people when moving to New York? So I moved here knowing like maybe like five people. Most of the friends really good though. It's still really good. Two of them were family, but it was still good. But just the, the network, even, I mean, even through Mira, like the network I've been able to build has been like crazy. And then half of my friends also just happened to be from Florida, but I didn't know them before. Okay. So I've just gotten very, very lucky. I also have a gorgeous, gorgeous group of gays that are the best. Um, shout out to you guys. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I've, I've gotten very lucky and honestly can be like, (laughs) this is like so dumb, but like, I'm always the one who plans everything because otherwise we just will never do anything, especially when it comes to like fall stuff and Christmas stuff. I'm like, okay, you guys, we're going to city winery that faces the Rockefeller tree. (laughs) And then we're going to go to our tech house for their new thing. And then we're going to do it like ice skating. Do you ever get tired of that? What planning? Uh, It's like the most fun thing ever. Like I'm obsessed. Like I'm like the one, this is like my weird rabbit hole is like, 
I will be on like infatuation and then time out. Mm. And it's like best New York things for Christmas 2022. And I'm like, what are they? What are they? Oh, you're, okay. So I was thinking like, we had that. dinner was, in yurt the other day that, because I was, I saw yeah, because I was that like, we beautiful. are going to be doing our secret Santa in a yurt because Aww. it's Christmas. So like even things like that, I like try to make it special for everyone. But like also for me, I just like love experiencing I guess I can add that maybe to my hobbies list is just experiencing the city for more than just drinking at Pub. Corner Bistro or yeah. whatever. So I think that's been, I find it so fun. And like, obviously my whole job is planning and managing and whatever yeah. anyway. So it like fits very well into my, that's great. yeah, it's very How fun. have you been able to manage all like your female friendships? It's like, what I mean <laughs> by that is like, oh, there's the notions of cattiness. There's the notions right. of, you know, what you said, the boyfriends, Sometimes females can get drawn away from their friend groups and be more divulged into their relationships. Like, totally. Then there's hormones mixed in too. Let's be real. It's completely. So yeah. There's mental health in it too. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. So a lot of this I feel like has come with time. Like my friends that I like I obviously love to make new friends. Yeah. Of course. Um, but my like very core friendships have been around for like a bit Mm -hmm. and I just feel like the best way to manage it is like if something is going a bit awry Mm -hmm. like a part of my personality that a lot of people are a like afraid of and b could not really do themselves is confrontation I'm like not afraid of confrontation whatsoever so I'm like okay, bro, we haven't seen you in like three weeks. You're not giving a shit about anybody in this group. Like get it together. And like, I'm always the one known for kind of being like, (laughs) but at the end of the day, it's like, if you don't want to be here, like then, okay, bye. Like, I know that sounds very harsh. It's not normally that harsh. No, 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 no. I get it though. But just like random, like just things like that are like. It comes down to like the world doesn't revolve solely around you. Completely. Yeah. Completely. But that also goes back to like, I do expect a lot not even a lot, but just, like, I expect a good amount from yeah. my friends. And, like, I put a lot into my friendships. As I said, they're my family. And, like, yeah. I do expect that back. Like, mm-hmm. I would say most of my friendships, they are very 50-50. Okay. I think I've really just gotten lucky with that, yeah. like, to be honest. But it also kind of, I feel like, depends how close you are with the people. Like, Sorry. I have, obviously, other groups in New York that I don't know, like, everything about them, for example. So I can't be, like... Oh my God, you're not, you haven't been showing up, whatever. We're more like social setting type of friends, but like with my core friends, I guess my best advice is to don't let anything boil up. Oh my God, you haven't been hanging out with us forever. It's like, no, just nip it in the bud. Mm -hmm. And then, cause they might even be like, oh my God, I'm really sorry. I've been going through like a horrible depressed period. My boyfriend's been helping me so much with it. And I just like needed some time away and it's like, okay, great. Yeah. And then it's done. Yeah. But I think that's my best advice is just making sure that, everyone's on the same page and not letting anything like boil over because then it's like been like that yeah okay yeah yeah confrontation has like really never been where do you think that stems from my family dynamic a hundred percent do y'all keep yourself accountable there was never because you know like some families like oh we're just gonna like kind of brush it under the rug and yeah okay which is a lot of families yeah and that was never how my family was Mm -hmm. if something's happening we're like Okay, like, what is this? So that's very much how I was raised. But I think within friendships, it kind of, this is going to sound so bad. It, like, keeps everyone in check, though, almost. But it's good. It's not even like I'm, like, the fucking ruler or something. But it's, like, (laughs) and people say this to me, too. Like, when I was, like, freaking out on everyone this summer, Mm -hmm. people came to me and are, like, are you good? Like, what's the issue? So I think it's very much just keeping keeping up with everyone really and like putting it in putting the effort in any friendships as you've grown this year not have I lost my it doesn't even have to be this year but yeah no no overall. in the past though I have lost some key friends like there's three specifically that I can think of that okay. were two in co- one in college sorry and then two right after and it just you try so much to be there for the person and whatever else and whether it's mental health or you had like a falling out or like whatever, like yeah. you can't, you can only do so much. And like, that has been difficult for me. It was being like, wait, like I'm here for you. And like, whatever else, like, why aren't you returning that? Cause it's like grieving a death almost because yeah. that person's not in your life anymore. They've known everything about you at some point, but cutting those toxic, honestly, friendships out of your life is the best thing that you can do. And I know it can seem like so difficult that like, oh my God, but I've known this person for 
10 years like how am I supposed to just let them go and you can gradually do it like there's definitely a bizarre period of them probably being yo like what's going on but if you have especially for your own mental health if you have to distance yourself from someone it is one of the best decisions that I've ever made that's great. Ever. Luckily, my New York friends are, like, the best. This is more, like, Florida back yeah, home. But, I love that. I feel yeah. like usually it's the home friends, the ones that have, like, known you for a long time that totally. expect you to show Even up college, though, too. Well, yeah. too, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you're with them for four Boy, years. Sometimes mm-hmm. you live with them mm-hmm. and whatever else, or you live right next to them, whatever. Yeah. So it was very much an interesting... Again, I think that mostly kind of falls into, like, the 2020, 2021 mm-hmm. growth of just, like, okay, who am I? I need to cut this excess off. Yeah. And then... Trim the fat. Keep, trim the fat, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then continue to move forward. So the way that you expect or require from your friends, is right. it the same that you require and expect from your... Uh, work relationships from like your artists from the people you work with so yes and no I feel like the people that I work with Mm -hmm. yes but the artists again as I said can be a bit all over the place which is fine because a lot of the time it's like focused on the actual art yeah so I think that actually is kind of like half of my job is being hey I need this I need that we're doing this like whatever Which can get frustrating, as I said before, because I'm mm-hmm. like, I've liked everything to like be very much yeah. ready to go. But I would say from the people that I work with, and I do get that from them, it is very much a 50-50 relationship. It's honestly perfect. They're literally a family, oh um, which is really special and yeah. cool. We all get along. I mean, we like go to drinks all the time and just like hang out. So like it's fun. But because of the industry that I work in, the artists and again it's good that they're focused on the art like that's why I'm here like that's why you hired me is to like keep everything in line but I have good relationships with all my artists but I think it's also good to not have them as friends it's good have that boundary totally and I have not always had that in the past and it's always turned sour okay so like yes it's sometimes been recovered sometimes we like parted ways but I think especially the setup I have now not knowing your personal details and like not really expecting friendship like really knowing you level of Mm -hmm. xyz it's been great because wow. I actually so that can. All came from trial and error, though. Absolutely, because yeah. I'm such like a relationships type of person. So like at first it was almost weird of just being like, "Have a great break, have a great <laughs> summer," like what, like just things like that. Where I'm like, "Wait, but we're not going to talk." But I've also had it in the past. I'm hearing every single detail of your life, and yeah. I'm like, I am not your therapist. Yeah. So it's it's definitely been an interesting trial and error, and now I mean. I'm sure it'll continue to be a trial and error, mm-hmm. but as of right now, mm-hmm. things I are great. I think it like, depends on each person too. Totally. Right? Yeah. And it also like, I do need them to view me as a professional because mm-hmm. if I'm your friend, it just gets, not that we're not friendly, like whatever, like mm-hmm. I went for drinks with my clients last night. Like it's just, it needs to be almost like a respect, like level of a thing. Like yeah. you're, you're not like friends with your teachers, for example, like right. things like that. When it comes to respect, have you had a difficult time at all? So interestingly... Within the industry. Totally. So it's like half and half, I would say. Like, especially among men, of course. They can be like, oh yeah, you're like 25. You have your own thing. A lot of your stuff is more like in development. Uh, So you kind of get like blown off a bit. Mm. But overall, I would say... As the year has progressed, there has definitely been more respect, but it's on the flips on the, it's great. But on the flip side too, it like goes back to imposter syndrome where I'm like having to put on this. Yeah, I know what, I know what I'm doing. Then in my head, I'm like, like, yeah. And I know what I'm doing, but you know what I mean. It's I like, know, I it's like oh my like God, I'm like, why is anyone doubt. trusting me to do anything? Yeah. But it's like, well, obviously they are because you get results. Right. So I think overall, it's not really a lack of respect. It's more of maybe like insecurity in my own head of being like, are these people thinking I'm legit? Okay. But I don't really, it's actually a good question. That'll be a follow-up okay. question. If okay. I don't, cause now I'm going to more look for it. Cause I don't know if this is in my head. Cause obviously there's been some things where it's yeah. like, I can't even get an email back and they're like, Oh, like, sorry, been so busy and like kind of like rude to me. I'm like, you don't think I'm busy? Like things yeah. like that. So, but overall it's been, everyone's pretty lovely. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. I feel like that's a rarity in the industry. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I think 
that's a rarity in the industry more in LA. Oh. LA is a whole different okay. ball game. And like, as I said before, like I really want to pivot more to like the European side of things. Yeah. Like the UK is like the hub for music over there. And I'm obsessed with it. Like whatever mm-hmm. being in New York and London and like getting British artists over here, American artists over there. Like that's so my sick. goal. So okay. if anyone wants to green card me into the UK, <laughs> let me know. Um, but yeah, so I think that, I've everyone in, I mean, I was, everyone is a blanket statement, but a lot of people in England as well are just like nicer. Like, I feel like LA is like, we're all of like the, they just think that they're so amazing. And it's mm. kind of like everyone in LA, it's like these like huge, like inflated egos where you're just like, can you just do your job? Like, can yeah. you just like reply? Whatever. I feel like everyone in New York, which I feel like this is just people in New York in general are just way more down to earth. They're blunt. They're that's so interesting. Yeah, at least the that's what like I found. Part. Totally, yeah. totally. That's just what I found. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh my God, well, Heather, this has been so great. Thank Seriously, you so much I for feel like me. we could have gone in so many directions as well. Totally. I'm, like, trying to I'll need to come show. back. I'm inviting yes. myself back. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I want you to come back. So I'm going to end it with five questions. Okay. Answer it with either just a word or a statement. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. First question: What makes a good relationship slash friendship work? Loyalty. Okay. As a whole. Okay. Yeah. What makes for a healthy relationship with yourself? Therapy. Okay. <laughs> love, love. Can't go wrong there. Yep. What is one lesson you learned in 2022? To get up and keep going and oh life can suck, but mm. at the end of the day, all you have is you and... You can do it, and if you want to do something, like even if it seems impossible, you just need to try at least. Okay. I think it's my best advice. Yeah. What is your intention for 2023? Success. Oh, Success. Yes! We love but that. more of like branching out even to a different country and okay. meeting new people and having my artists like really start to go somewhere. But I think overall, just success and like climbing that next step. Wow, would be my I answer. love that. Yeah. And I can't wait for that to happen. I know. because we We're know manifesting. Yeah. We're manifesting. <laughs> and last question, what's one thing you'd ask our listeners to do today? Be kind to yourself. I love that. Yeah. It's a rainy day today, it at least rainy. in New York. <laughs> it's cold. Even today after this, I don't want to work. And sometimes you're not motivated. Sometimes you are. And sometimes you're going through shit. And... You just got to be kind to yourself. Love it. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you so much, Heather. I love that. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. And I'm so happy you're here. Oh, truly. Thank you, Heather.